And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Hi, welcome to Odd Eye Podcast, the number one lunar podcast in the world. Today we'll be discussing the third and final subgroup, which we are tentatively calling Eden. I'm your host, Nathan. Joining me as always, we have Cameron. Hello. And for the first time as a full member of the podcast, Brandon. Hi. So for the past few episodes, the past two episodes, we've been kind of giving a basic overview of what all of the groups are, what the songs and the videos are, and kind of how to quickly digest it and get what you need out of it. Uh, We're going to do that today with Eden, but I don't think that it's humanly possible to quickly digest and understand any of these videos. This is where the shit gets kind of real. So we're going to try our hardest, but also keep in mind we don't have the full subunit songs yet or videos, so nothing has been... Nothing is official or real yet, so we're going to do our best. Uh, please bear with us. I am so sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were saying off air before, like, imagine you'd only seen um, Eclipse singing in the rain and Love Cherry Motion, and you were trying to figure out what was going on with the Odd Eye Circle Girls. It'd be, it'd be pretty much impossible. And there's a lot more clues and hints in these ones, and then nothing to tie it all together. So it's a bit up in the air at the minute. Yeah, I think that's one of the nice things. There is a there's a ton there. It might be the easiest subgroup for people to get into in terms of like uh, spotting all the references and understanding that there's a lot more going on here than uh, than is immediately apparent. But it does not all tie together <laughs> in any obvious and cohesive way. The way that all the clues are sort of out there. Yeah, like I think I said in the last episode, you just need to watch um, Eve's video once and see that uh, Vivi's there doing the same thing she was in Every Day I Love You to understand that there's links here. <clears throat> uh, before we get into the videos, though, uh, we should probably kind of discuss what what do we think is the general concept behind Eden? What What are they doing? What are these videos about? Because there's really consistent themes within all of the other subunits. So what do we think as far as Eden goes? Um, so what we were saying, we were saying... Um, like one third is like wanting to find love, right? Odd Eye Circle. What would you say Odd Eye Circle is? Mm. Uh, uh, finding friends. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. yeah. Finding each other uh, yeah. without going getting too weird. Discovering <laughs> what what's going on with their world in the world. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Odd Eye Circle feels more of like a like an outward expression, and then we get into Eden which is pretty much uh, very inward. Yeah, I would say Eden is kind of about overcoming certain difficulties and learning to love yourself. Overcoming certain mental blocks that you might have to to sort of realizing yourself and then learning to love yourself. Yeah, with the exception of like um, Sweet Crazy Love, I think all the One Third and Odd Eye ones kind of have one emotion that goes throughout all of their songs. Like, um, there's no change. It's just like, this is what this is about. Whereas with the Eden girls, every single one has some kind of like growth or change of heart. That's interesting. I like this subunit a lot. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, oh, actually, that's something we should talk about. Uh, how you were saying with uh, Luna One Third and 
the name of the other group, Odd Eye Circle. Odd Eye Circle. The name of our podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so with, with those groups, uh, Luna One Third kind of is like a look back at pop music and K-pop especially as a whole and kind of remembering with rose-colored glasses that era of pop music and Odd Eye Circle is kind of like a love letter to modern uh, pop music, modern K-pop. And yeah. uh, with Eden, it's a whole lot more of like, this is the new sound. Like, this is what we're going to do now uh, moving yeah. forward. Which ties in with the growth uh, the growth theme. Like, where is this growing? Where is mm, it going? Yeah. How can it perfect itself in certain ways? I think it's maybe the least evident with Eve, but they, they really um, try new things. Like there's, there's, there's some sounds in like Go On and Olivia's videos that I've not really heard in any other songs before. First up, we've got Eve with new... All right, so, okay, so uh, imagine that you have watched all of the Luna videos up to Eve, and you've listened to this podcast, and you've heard us ramble, and you just watched Eve's new for the first time. You're just discovering this video. What happened? There's a big apple. <laughs> That's, yeah. I, I feel like one of the first things you'd notice is, uh, although there's a lot of strange things going on, they're about these girls. To me, Eve feels like it's not it's about her but it's not about a girl it's about some sort of greater thing happening it's very grandiose it's very there's sort of like there's a lot of symbolism there's a lot of uh very dramatic things happening but there's but she's definitely confident and in control of everything that's happening this is like her world this is something an extension of her almost. Whereas like the odd eye circle girls are discovering the world and the one third girls are thinking about their feelings and the world is kind of like a separate thing almost. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is like a, it's less of an introduction to just Eve, but like what she's doing as well. And I would say that even not knowing all of the theories that we got into, it, it just feels different in this, in this way that it's like this complete world. Yeah. yeah, like this, the same way we had, um, I mentioned last time, Kim Lips Eclipse feels like it's really shaking things up. Uh, this is this also does a really good job of introducing the new concepts of the subgroup. Like it's a really good song to start off with. Yeah, so um, in the notes underneath the video, this is like, like, like Buck Berry had started doing like extensive notes at this point. And mm -hmm. like uh, if you're watching along and you read what it says underneath, it's like, Eve asks a question in Eden. Is it really a bad thing to disobey God? If someone has already decided our fate, wouldn't it be a better life to stand up and against that fate? And that kind of fits the whole vibe of what you were saying, Brandon, where she's just like so confident, you know, she's just taking everything. It's her life. She's she's gonna live it. All her life by her life. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see this as her thinking back on her prior actions. I see this as her personal change, her personal drama has already ended, and this is her thinking back from a better place now. And you see that a lot. Like, the very first scenes, she's in this high tower, dancing in, like, just overwhelming light. And she sort of 
she looks at the apple, but in uh, in a like a very calm, contemplative way, as though she's remembering, rather than as though she's deciding whether or not to bite it. And so it feels like this is her new world that she's embodied and living in. Yeah, like the, one of the initial vibes I got when I watched this was like um, Eve's up there in Eden, or like you know this like perfect world, and she's she's bored of it. She's just like, oh, you know, like, she's looking at these apples. She's like, oh apples again <laughs> and she, she like really wants to make a change that's that's another one of the vibes you get from this one of the early lines she sings about she sings about uh how she wants you to enter and fill her heart with light and color and it seems like maybe she's singing about maybe she sort of feels unfulfilled in this new world that she's made and she wants to bring the other girls into it yeah uh, and that that feels a lot like hejin as well the like yeah. I want to fill my heart with all of the colors. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. a lot like Kim Lip, kind of the first song of all of yeah, these yeah, the first has a, a real general theme of um, I want to know all of the colors, or I want to be filled with all of the colors. Immediately after, she gets into one of the common themes where she talks about how she tried to walk into the sun, or she tried to move into the sun, but. Uh, but she failed. And actually, the only reference to her failing is kind of interesting. It just says the smell of burning feathers, which I, from the context, take to mean uh, like Icarus. She Yeah, yeah, it's the Icarus thing. And right. she fell down. And then it seems it seems like she failed because she was, um, she was not being her authentic self. She was trying to be something she wasn't. And we'll see this sort of like, that's part of her progression and learning to love herself. Yeah, and so we're, we're kind of decided that uh, Eve's kind of journey towards loving herself is through self-confidence? I think so, and I think in, in being herself. Or like or... having the um, the ability to be herself, because like, like she's saying, she's rebelling against God, you know? Like she wants the free will. When she finally gets it, she's like, oh shit, this is great, actually. Yeah. Right, yeah, kinda, yeah. Uh... I th- with the the, make... the shirt that says strict, I'm sorry. That's kind of like a like a like a fuck you type thing. Yeah, yeah, and right. Yeah, she she says a lot about choice too, and so I think also to make her own choices is part of it as well. Mm-hmm. So sort of rebelling against, yeah, like you said. Yeah. The... yeah. So I mean, we I don't know if I agree that she's creating a world more that she's um trying to get people to like wake up from the the sleep that they're in, like you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree I, with that as well. I definitely don't know how literally I mean world there. No, no, I know. <laughs> Everything's a metaphor. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, at this point in uh, the Luna cycle, I don't think you can take anything at face value anymore, as we'll see, especially with Chu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, like, some important shots and things that happen in this video, she's playing with the uh, UFO catcher with the, the toys. Oh, that's right. That's one of the really prominent scenes in this video. And uh, what um, animals do we see? Frog. And, uh, <laughs> and a little penguin. <laughs> penguin. <laughs> I mean, we, we, do, we do see all of the animals at one point, but okay. yeah. Also, we don't know whose animal is the penguin yet. Yes. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But the frog, so, we can assume, is Yojin. Yeah, so is this showing that she has the ability to alter with the girls or is it showing that she has the desire to mess with the girls you know did yeah. she pluck yojin out you have to leave that yeah uh, did she just pick her up with a little crane and that's then where she, she went 
Yeah. She, got, she, she, got, she got caught in the side, didn't come out, and no one knows where she is. <laughs> oh fuck, I gotta throw she, Vivi in there now. She <laughs> never appears again. <laughs> Did we say 12? <laughs> we have to go, yeah, we have to get an engineer out. I'm sorry. Um, oh, that poor girl. <laughs> so she dies eventually. She we we we're not clear on the on the fog, but we know that she wins uh the penguin. And when mm-hmm. she opens the gate, she finds an apple, which is her own personal referential fruit, or maybe yes, everybody's. Yeah, I um, think this can be interpreted like so many ways. But I don't yeah. even know if it's worth like mentioning any of the things we think about this. But like, yeah, I would basically, say she picks up a penguin, drops it into the hole, and then it's an apple. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'd say just. Maybe keep it in mind, and it will probably be important at some point when we figure out exactly what that means. But there are a lot of fairly compelling ideas of what it could mean. Yeah, uh, this video is a whole lot like uh, Heejin's and Yojin's, where we really just need to do a whole episode about it. Yeah, I uh, think once we've seen the unit songs from this unit, we definitely need to revisit this one. Yeah, all of these, really. Yeah. Um, True, true. That's uh, We were talking about it earlier, how it, in about six months it's going to be really fun to do an episode of just shit we were wrong about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even a month, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when May happens. <laughs> so an- another important shot is her. she has 12 tags in her hand and she, she cuts them. Oh, that's right. What do, you, what do you guys think that represents? The girls. <laughs> it, could be the, it could be the girls. I think it means... It- but also the tags are very uniform, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah. She might be cutting ties with the idea of this of being uniform. Oh, yeah, the like strip itself. Yeah. yeah. It, it could be a representation of her intent. She's like, fuck this. Or it could be her actually physically releasing girls from their fate. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Depends also... how literally we want to like interpret this video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's also some connotation there with how Eve might exist and Eden as a whole might exist outside of time yes. in the same way that God does. And so that this could be happening before the Mobius strip or like the, the Luna loop as we know it happens. And so that the Luna loop that we're experiencing is actually just kind of like a fuck up of what actually is supposed to be the real loop, you know, and that like we're at the point when the strip gets broken uh, and it could have happened before we even started. If that that might not right. be a real thought. No, that but... right. that that that's a good thought to be honest. Yeah, she. It could. Have, I mean, one thought that I was having when you were saying that, or when you saw that earlier, was that it could have been a simple loop, and she made it a Mobius. Like mm, that's with possible. That snip, with that snipping, or or vice versa. That's how the odd eye girls fell off. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, there's the other Whoa. thing with the uh, the yogurt. Uh, oh yeah, I, I could not. <laughs> I, I had, a, had some thoughts about that, didn't they? Yeah, I had a kind of a thought a while back about the yogurt representing what happens in Hejin's video, uh, in that like the Hejin video is happening during the same timeline or time frame as uh, Eve's video, and so when all of the like the paint starts to melt and all of the world, like, the colors seem to come together in Heejin's video is when Eve is dropping the yogurt. And, like, it's the same kind of, you know, 
process of yeah. things flowing. Yeah. I don't know how much I believe that anymore. That was a thought I had months ago. They definitely show the shot of yogurt repeatedly. And... Yeah, it's like maybe the <laughs> one thing I haven't got a fucking clue about at all. <laughs> like not yeah. even a single thought. All I could think of is you're not going to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> Eve's so wasteful, man. She's like, just throwing fuck stuff on God, the fuck, fuck eating, finishing my dinner, <laughs> do what I want. Gotta yeah. eat one bite out of an apple and throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> so another interesting thought, another interesting point in the video that has to do with with the Eve or Eve herself um, is when she is golfing with the stuffed animals, and she first uh, she first well she first hits an, an apple that she's taking a bite off of, right? Yeah. And then a duck, and then we see her hitting all the stuffed animals off. That she presumably won, or perhaps it's just representational. Yeah, it's like her fucking shit up. It's like fuck, fuck the order. We yeah. here to change things, throwing it all out of place wherever it may land, type things. Do we do we think that it's just throwing it, or do you think it's similar to dropping the apple, where it's the dropping the apple becomes like a clue or like a signal? Or it's or just like the it's awakening just, uh, itself. Of the yeah, people. that's her method of awakening people to yeah. some extent. I don't want to use the term awakening because that's such a like an odd eye specific thing. We already, we already used that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but uh, there is like a with the drop of the apple, <laughs> we do see an awakening or like a flash of knowledge or a flash of light. Uh, I think um, people maybe you could call it like a remembrance, like a memory, remembering yeah. rather than realization. Yeah, or yeah, the a realization of maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we should talk about Vivi, who is in this video. Oh, yeah, we we haven't actually mentioned that yet, have we? Yeah. Uh, I think I did briefly at the start. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we see her taking an elevator down to level five, which is a bowling alley. Yeah, and there's a big, huge neon light Eve in the background. Yeah. yeah. The, the bowling alley that we see from all the dancing shots up until this point. Yeah. I think it actually opens in that, is the video? Yeah, yeah. it's the very opening, yeah. Smoke. Uh, and do you want to talk about Vivi? Yeah, uh, my girl shows up. They're doing their thing at the uh, rink. You might remember the video for Every Day I Love You as being very similar to what happens here. Uh, pretty much exactly the same shots of them like holding hands while they're skating together and like looking at each other in the eyes and beautiful romantic stuff, which we had been saying in the one-third episode, and we'd been saying for a long time, like, this is, or Every Day I Love You is Vivi's memories of like it's like an eve dream as we called it uh where like she eats the apple and this stuff happens with eve and uh how she views it is the vision in the one-third reality we were kind of right about that uh apparently three months ago there was a instagram post by the director of digipetty who uh, unbeknownst to us, but apparently beknownst to other people, actually confirmed, and I'm going to read it right here, the story of the Everyday I Love You music video was created by restoring the memory of Vivi's life before Vivi was converted to an android. So it's it's literally, this is what happens, and Everyday I Love You is her being forced to remember what happens. So this is human Vivi, kind of signified by the fact that she's blonde here. Oh, that's a good point, actually, yeah. Yeah, because she's when the apple drops and she has the like the the realization moment she has pink hair but in the scenes with eve she has blonde hair 
So I think the apple dropping is signifying the remembrance of that. Yeah, that's, that, right. that's, that's almost definitely what that means, yeah. yeah. I also think it's kind of validating that we were almost correct. And yeah. then found out that yeah we we wanted something because I, th I think I mentioned the last episode that the or maybe not the last episode but the the nineties vibe of that video really made me feel like it was a memory more than anything yeah and there we are yeah Thank it was you, basically yeah <laughs> it was basically like our two theories combined into one was the truth also the the way she like looks at her when they're sat tying their their their, their skates on is like oh. You know, you could interpret that many ways. Like one of the ways I was thinking is like, "Oh, I did a good job with this Android. She's all right." <laughs> she does that smile a lot, and it's it's a very. I think it's it's. She's an expert at. That's yeah, I think initially I I read that smile as a bit like malicious, but I think I've changed my mind on that now. Yeah, I think it's just her being very mysterious. I think we've always like wanted one of the girls to be evil. And I don't think any of them are. Yeah. <laughs> so my initial, yeah. my initial thought was Eve was that she was this really like manipulating person who was like you know doing some bad stuff. But yeah, I don't think that's the case. We will come back to this video. Hundred percent. We will be less confused. I mean, uh, I think we're also just scared of like digging ourselves down a big hole talking about <laughs> massive theories about yeah. what Eve actually is. Yeah. When you look at all the videos together, it's a, almost a little shocking when she's hanging out with a bunch of boys. That's a very good point, yeah. And she's just sort of like really having a very carefree time. Um, it's almost it's almost non-narrative in that it doesn't it has nothing to do with the central. It breaks away from the central theme of whatever her video is about, which also doesn't happen very often. Um, and she just seems to be having a good time. And it's 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 unusual in in the context of the Luna music videos. Yeah, you're yeah. right. The, those shots really do stand out. I think they they one of the things when I first watched it where I was like, okay, Eve's like doing her thing because mm -hmm. it's, it's all these boys in like leather jackets, and she's just like, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stripped. It's like the, it's like the only the only straight scenes in yeah. the entire universe as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's go on to Chu. Hi. This is Chu with heart attack. I feel like we have to say up front that choose like cutest person in the world. Absolutely, uh, and every everyone who meets her loves her. It's it's impossible. <laughs> right from the start of this video, there's some real definite uh, stylistic choices that we haven't seen before in a Luna video. There's like a color palette that's very different. A lot of it is like a very direct reference to the painter Rene Magritte, who uh, I guess I don't know how familiar you guys are with him, but it's pretty, like, he was, like, a really famous communist painter, uh, which, good job. Yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Thank, thanks, comrade. Yeah. yeah, um, on name alone, I wouldn't have recognized his name, but mm -hmm. I do know his art from yeah. seeing, seeing it before. Yeah. yeah, if you look it up, uh, look up the painting The Listening Room, 
and it's it's literally a like a giant green apple inside of a peach colored room which holy shit that's steve's video right there <laughs> so oh, yes it's identical yeah uh, so there's like a there's a bunch of stuff that is related to his art uh, and a lot of his paintings because the green apple was a big part of uh, his whole thing. Like the shot with uh, the hole inside of the apple over Chu's eye is also another one of his paintings. I forget what it's called, but uh, like right from there, we're thinking, okay, there's some like surrealist stuff happening here. And then we've also got a ton of other big references within this video. I'm sorry. I won't get into uh, much of it yet. When we get to the end of it, I'll tell a, a story. Uh, but for now, what do you guys think about the video? What's your, <laughs> what's your thoughts? So talking just like musically and like um, the dance, the video, the, the music, everything is just like it sums up what it feels like to have a crush so perfectly. Absolutely. It's just exact, exactly what it feels like. Which is the little jumps. She's just so excited. It's it's really, really good at capturing that emotion. One of my favorite dances in all of K-pop, I think. I really love the dance to this song. With the, with the, the cross hand lift, leg lift yeah. up thing. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. <laughs> so yeah, basically, Chu is in love with Eve, or infatuated with Eve. She's trying to copy her. And we see all throughout, she's like presenting her the apple. And Eve's like not having it. She's like, I'm sick of apples, mate. We've already established this. <laughs> I want yogurt. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much most of the video, right? It's it's Chu being absolutely infatuated with Eve. She's like, w one thing I find really weird almost is that you see Chu watching Eve's video on YouTube and yeah. like streaming her song on Melon. Yeah. That, that's that's a really weird thing to have in this like universe that's all connected. It's like establishing that YouTube is a thing. Yeah, and that like Eve is a performer. That yeah, <laughs> she's also, a pop star within this fake reality. Also, it's also uh, you were saying how the the art direction was so uh, so sort of concise on this it's also a big left turn from the last not just eve but the last four videos yeah. and that it's mostly soundstagey mostly it's very bubble gummy it's less real worldy uh than the others so i was gonna say it's interesting that she can look out from this and see the real world despite existing in this very strange very unreal world yeah even from the first shot right it's like a cartoon it's like oh here's Chew with heart attack like it literally comes <laughs> yeah. up on the screen she's like posing yeah. with a camera it's... yeah Man. so what level of consciousness about her own reality she has is unclear well i mean it, it, it you can also take that as like um when you're infatuated with someone like this you, you don't actually see the reality you know you just you're in this little bubble inside your head where everything's perfect but oh. yeah have a good representation of that I, yeah i think that's the interpretation i was, was taking away yeah, that's a very good point that it, it, it is kind of a one-third-esque view yeah. of her world. And we even see bits of one-third videos in this one as well, which you like we saw um, Vivi's video, we see the carol in this one. Man, this video is so cool. Uh, mm, I, I really love this video. Yeah. We, we see wanna... the, the Clueless outfit. Uh, both Chu and Eve have it now. Right. Maybe another uh, mimicking of Eve. Yeah. 
initially we said you know odd eye circle was a good place to get into luna whereas at this point this is the video i would show people especially girls if i was going to get them into luna this video yeah you think so yeah like every, every everyone i've shown this video to is like holy shit this is amazing <laughs> i th i feel like i would show them a uh, new would be the one that i'd be like it feels like the most palatable to a western non-pop fan I feel like they both have uh, they both have merits. Like for me personally, it would be new, just because I was so excited by the, all the strange imagery. Mm -hmm. But in terms of just like interesting plot and the exciting song structure, I think yeah, I think this one would be really. Yeah, I think maybe it says more about people I'm friends with than <laughs> anything else. <laughs> maybe you have better friends than we do. <laughs> this That's definitely has... what it is. Yeah, such an interesting like such a straightforward plot. You can oh. And such strong emotions. Yeah, I think you're right. It's really yeah. also it really it's like the the first time we just go full on um, LGBT, right? Just full uh, on gay, right? Yeah, in K-pop, full uh, lesbian. Not K-pop history, but one of the most striking examples of like full on lesbianism that I think I've yeah, ever like, seen in K-pop. Right, it's been like sort of lesbian teasing before. Yeah, like, queer bait. A, queer bait yeah, is common. This is, like, this, this is a, flat out, yeah. This is a crush. This, so it's more, I thought it seems more real, yeah. And I love it more for that. This song is so good. Completely. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's so like, I, I hesitate to say brave, but you know, it's like press pushing new ground. It's like really cool that they did this. Yeah, it's Eden. Yeah, exactly. So that's the whole concept. Wow. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the Apple changeover and the ending? Oh, yeah, uh, this, uh, I'm going to tell a story if I could. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know the story of the little match girl? Uh, you, you told it, uh, you mentioned it before, and I, realized, and I realized that I had heard it, but mm -hmm. the details completely escaped me. Okay, I gonna... learned it in history, weirdly. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, I, I remember being very young. When I, yeah, it's yeah. sometime in childhood. It was yeah. like we, it was like Victorian era. We would learn it in school, and that's when mm. we learned about. It. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna try to give the most brief summary that I can possibly give of this, uh, because it it's uh, interesting. Keep in mind, Choose video came out December 27th, and this story takes place on New Year's Eve. Okay. So on New Year's Eve, way back in like 1800s, there was this very poor young girl that was trying to sell matches on the street. Like, here, buy some matches. And she's like shivering and has early hypothermia. And she's walking barefoot because she's poor and doesn't have shoes. Uh, and she's like, she can't sell any matches. Nobody's paying attention to her, but she can't go home uh, where she would be warm because her father is abusive and beats her. And so he would beat her for not being able to sell any matches and be able to fix their house because it's so cold. Um, so eventually she takes like shelter inside of like an alleyway and she lights a match so that she can help warm herself. And in the glow of the match, she sees this says several lovely visions, starting with a warm stove and then a luxurious holiday feast where the goose almost jumps out at her and then a magnificent Christmas tree larger than the one at the rich merchant's house. That kind of sounds similar to me. And so this says, the girl looks skyward and sees a shooting star, and she remembers that her grandmother once told her a shooting star, or a yeah, falling star, 
means that somebody uh, close to you is dying and going to heaven. And so, you know, that match burns out and she lights the next match and she sees a vision of her grandmother, uh, which is the only person that had ever treated her with love or with kindness throughout her entire life so far. And so she's, you know, infatuated by that. And so to keep the vision of her grandmother as alive for as long as she can, she lights the entire bundle of matches that she had all at once, just not even thinking about her father, but the fact that she's freezing to death and she wants to see her grandmother. So eventually she runs out of matches, dies, and her grandmother carries her soul up to heaven. Uh, And then like the next morning, people walking across the street find the girl dead and uh, she's frozen dead with a smile on her face and they figure like, oh, she probably died and that's why there's all these matches around her. Uh, And they feel pity for her, although they had not ever shown kindness to her before her death. Uh, They have no idea or no way of knowing about like the wonderful visions that she saw before she died and how gloriously she's celebrating the new year in heaven with her grandmother and all of what had happened. Uh, And it's like a story about like, well, maybe you should pay attention to poor, sick, dying girls before they kill themselves. But uh, that's almost directly what happens in Heart Attack. We see that she's out in the cold outside of Chu, who's ignoring her. And uh, like, because she's so cold, she eats the green apple. It turns red and she has this amazing vision of her celebrating the carol with uh, Eve and like this beautiful time and they're making out and eating strawberries together (laughs) and then uh she dies and that's what the end of the video is is that she's dead on the ground and hasul finds her uh in her carol outfit ironically and you know wakes up and then they walk off because you don't actually die in the lunar reality probably but that's uh kind of crazy Way to, um, like, uh, bring the most positive and <laughs> cute and happy video down to Earth. Uh. Yeah, she, she yeah. literally dies. Like, that's, that's what <laughs> is the video. So I choose to... See, I, I agree that is the imagery they're going for, but I, I choose to see it in a much more positive light than that. <laughs> <laughs> I see it as... Um, so she's trying to, like... Uh, we've said bits about the Eden girls are all about, like, finding themselves or some personal growth or something. So she's trying to impress Eve by copying her almost. She's like wearing the same clothes as her, doing the same dance. She's offering the apple. And then she has this realization while she's outside and bites into the apple that the best way to do that is to actually just be herself because Eve wants herself, not a copy of herself. She Mm -hmm. wants chew. She wants chew in her strawberries, not (laughs) apples. Well, and then, yeah. I, I yeah. then, she, then she then she dies. <laughs> <laughs> then she. Uh, I I had a just a slightly different take, very um, almost the same. Um, that the apple was represented her crush, and that's why she leaves the apple behind at the end because she realizes that like a a crush isn't really it's not really love. It's not. It's just infatuation, and that she needed to sort of love herself and and then work on loving somebody else and or love them in a more realistic way sure yeah she doesn't need she doesn't need to change herself yeah right yeah exactly uh, and that ties in a lot with uh, uh, eve being able to see people's true selves or like their their true intentions or who they would be after they've left eden and that's like kind of it feels like that's eve's thing as we'll get to a little later on is that she's 
uh, helping these girls find themselves and be able to love themselves to escape from that the original Eden that they're in Ooh. and uh, <laughs> be able to you know move forward and uh, I think that like the reason that Eve is ignoring her isn't because Eve is like a fucker but it's because she knows that Chu needs to accept herself find herself through Eve before yeah because be if she acknowledged her it would encourage her to keep copying her yeah yeah it's like yeah. a like a shitty kid yeah tough love yeah I think you said that really well was there anything else that we wanted to say about Chu? Uh, if we want to get confusing for a second <laughs> <laughs> I with the whole little match girl thing I don't think that the shit with Eve actually happens. I think that's like a dream or a vision. I agree. Uh, and so I don't think that we know what actually happens yet. I don't think that they have that like Carol moment together. I think that something else much more sad happens to Chu that leads to her being able to eat the strawberry, which is her actual fruit, which we'll cover a little bit with go on. Uh, it's like it's confirmed that's her real fruit is the apple or not the apple the strawberry and it's not the green apple so the, the the confusing thing there is like oh if this is a vision does she actually eat the strawberry if she doesn't how does she end up in eden you know how doesn't she end up with uh with eve yeah and uh, uh, do you what's think the it, connotation there do you think it could be like she finally gets rejected and so she's forced to like accept herself and stop living outside herself in this Oh, I don't. I don't want to think about sad Chu. Can we not? <laughs> and then so she has to leave the crush on the ground after she dies. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No. Yeah, I guess it could. She be gets that. rejected. She dies. Oh my god! I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> has to eat her own fruit and acknowledge herself, and that she's just being obsessed, and it's not healthy. And so she leaves the obsession behind. Yeah, I, I think I. I think I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, what, what's the deal with Hasul there? Is she in the one third reality now? Does the Carol not take place in the one third reality? What's the deal here? Mm-hmm. We yeah. yeah. Is the answer just yes? We noted the similarities. <laughs> yes. We noted the oh, we noted the similarities with her vision uh, to the Carol, so that I sort of read it as that drew her there or allowed her to enter her vision in some way and tell her, you know, wake up, stop being dead because you can't die here um, and but get, your, get your shit together. There's there's one interesting thing that a few people picked up on is that um, when Hasul wakes up Chu, Chu doesn't acknowledge her or even look at her. Right. And that might be significant. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, because of the whole um, mirrored realities that we see with, uh, like, the truck and stuff. Mm-hmm. We see symbols like this all, all the time with, like, the yeah. apple as a reminder or the, or the mirrors as a reminder just to sort of, like, draw, their, draw someone back from uh, not being able to think about something to, rem- to remind them that it's there. It something could be something like, like Chu is having the vision of the Carol moment because I don't know the connection to that part is strong at that point, and her emotions are really strong, so she like flickers into the one third bit. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of ways you could interpret that, and I don't want to go into it right now, to be honest. 
yeah, kind of like when Odd Eye Circle is going looking for places and yeah, like um, when when Shin Jin pops up in the girlfriend video, you know, yeah, and yeah. they can just and they can reach over just for a second or something. Yeah, I'm down with that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, I don't know. I don't really have much going. to say about this song before. Going uh, on. Oh, there we go. Okay. Going Let's go on. on to go on. Yeah. <laughs> Do we all make the same joke at the same time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is go on with one and only. Somehow when watching this, I just didn't connect that she was uh, sort of coming out of her shell, despite the fact that she's literally under a sheet and hiding people. I mean, this is probably, the, I'm I'm probably the biggest fan of this song of anyone I know. Like, I know, I know a lot of people didn't like this or weren't fans of her singing style or something, but I, I've, this song connects to me in some, some way that'll probably make sense when I explain more of it. So the... The general vibe is she her, her animal is a butterfly. I mean, we, have, we didn't mention that she was a penguin, but we don't have much to say about that. That's why we didn't. Go on is a butterfly, and butterflies are in cocoons before they become butterflies. I don't know if you knew that. And <laughs> she's kind That's of right. like... <laughs> yeah, you learn all sorts of shit on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she's like um, hiding from the outside world. She's 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 like got loads of anxiety. She's scared. You see these, um, you see Chu and Eve almost like they're tormenting her. That's what it seems like. The perspective is really weird in this video at this point. Like, you, you'd never actually see the full picture. Yeah. It's like she's like cutting herself off. Like, literally, you're seeing that. Yeah, like if we had seen the full image, would even Chu be standing right next to her like the whole time? Right. Yeah. It's, it's like she's shutting herself off. Like, that's the, that's the whole vibe you get in the first half of the song. And, Going along with what we were saying about like the the personal growth we see within the girls in Eden, Gowan's growth is like coming out of a c- c- cocoon, becoming the butterfly. You know, she's like let go of her fears and fly, spreads her wings, and becomes beautiful and happy. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this video is really just like a like a teen coming of age movie. It feels like to me more than any of the others. Uh, it's very distinctly like coming out of your shell, uh, discovering yourself and becoming a better person for it. Yeah, completely. Like yeah. they there's I'm sure ev- everyone can relate to this video in some way. Like I I am definitely projecting their mental health things onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I <laughs> like uh, um I see it as you know like if you've ever struggled from depression anxiety, like the first half of this video is pretty relatable where she's like hiding under covers. She's she knows people are around her and she's like hiding. And then there'll be something that'll change and her perspective on the whole thing shifts. Yeah. And then you see them having fun and running around. And then you think back to the before, was that just her interpreting it in a darker way? And I think the whole song kind of builds up to this beautiful crescendo at the end of just joy. And like, I fucking love this song so much. Yeah. <laughs> something to point, I mean, all of these songs are, but this song in particular feels produced so well. The oscillating rap, right? Yeah. 
I don't know if you've listened to this song with headphones on, but um, when she's doing a little rap part, it like spins around your head, like like the. And there's a few ways you can interpret that as well, like the whole loop of Luna thing, and then also like uh, maybe her thoughts going around in her head while she's in her cocoon, and also possibly the girls trying to like wake her up out of this case. And I think this, yeah, I fucking love this song. I know everybody <laughs> said that. But... I liked the interpretation where you see her running from the girls and then you see her running with the girls. It's just sort of the same. It's almost very similar shots from other angles. And it's just her discovering herself and becoming more confident. And suddenly these things that she was afraid of are like the biggest joy in her life. She's just so, so happy. Yeah. Like the dance, the point dance goes from being this like silhouette with spooky trees to this right. really well-lit shot of her just grinning, beaming. I don't think I want to go too hard into it. And we've we've covered pretty much what happens, but there's some really interesting camera work in this video. Uh, with, like, we talked about this a bit with Yojin as well with uh, Cherry, that there's, like, a bunch of shots that have her under a chandelier. And all of the shots, there's, like, five separate shots of her under chandeliers before the part with uh, Cherry shows up and drops the apple and she has that same, like, remembrance moment or, like, realization moment that uh, Vivi has. All of the shots before that happens, the chandelier is not lit. It's all dark. And then every shot after that under the chandelier, they're all lit. Uh, that's, like, a pretty thing. And they're, like, you know, crowns and then the pineapple crown as a whole thing. I'm just going to try to get through all of my, like, basic things to notice. Uh, if, it, if you're talking about, um, like, things to notice, there's the repeated shots in this from um, Cherry in Sweet Crazy Love, right? Yep, yeah, like we were just talking about. Which you can interpret as kind of a thing where she's trying to help them set into motion the whole Eden universe. Mm. Uh, Maybe she just smells pineapple, man. She's just yeah. like... Fruit bag. <laughs> Probably the coolest shot in the whole music video, I would say, is when she's sitting at the table, and it's uh, it's empty, and you see like it's a very long table, and there's no chairs except for the two right at the end of the other side of the table, uh, and there's twelve plates set, obviously for twelve members. She's at the head of one end, and there's one at the head of the other end, and so we have on one side we have uh, an apple for Eve strawberries for chair uh chew and then next to chew spot there's uh without a chair there's cherries for cherry there's a lot of chair sounds in that sentence uh, <laughs> but uh, like that's really interesting and then we see later that uh after her kind of realization moment and she eats the forbidden fruit and leaves eden we see a shot of like them the three of them that we've covered so far all at the table and in that shot we see Chu looking at Eve because Chu's always looking towards Eve. Eve looking at Go On because Ooze, because uh, Ooze, because Eve is always trying to, you know, uh, get the new members, help them uh, acclimate themselves with the new reality. And then we have Go On staring forwards to the other head of the table where Olivia Hay would be located. Like it's just yeah, that shot is really good. Yeah, there's just like so many little things. This video, I think, is the perfect video to show someone and then kind of like explain that stuff and be like, see, there's a ton of shit here. Like, mm. uh, Olivia's, I would agree, is similar. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I also was going to say, I also really like the the moment where Eve is crowning her. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, 
yeah. really beautiful. Uh, God, I want to cover that too. I'm sorry. Uh, like the shadows, obviously, is the thing, and a lot of the lyrics talk about like when the like the shadows take a step towards me. I feel happier in the darkness. I want to be alone, you know. And then she talks about seeing the light and how. Uh, like through the light she's able to find herself uh, and we were talking about how Eve is able to see people's true selves and then in the lyrics for Eve's video we didn't really cover it a lot of it talks about like the bright light and things you know and I, you kind of have to interpret Eve as this light character and we see in the video like shadows are doing very different things from what Gowan is doing and it's most evidenced by the shot of the crown being put on the shadow and not being put on uh, go on at the same time that it's kind of eve's light showing go on's true self through the shadows and she's able to find herself through what she thinks is herself what she thinks is one and only but i think it's uh there's very clearly some mischief going on there uh helping her yeah because at one point yeah. also it seems to like lead her off like as if it's shown her what to do yeah because it runs away and then she follows it and yeah, that's when yeah. she goes into the uh, room with the table, come to think of it. Probably the most important lyric in the song, I would say, is I don't need no Garden of Eden. That's... <laughs> wow! Yeah, even before we were, like, diving into the lyrics, that one yeah. stood out straight away. Yeah. Uh, do we want to... Do we have any thoughts on the hair color change? Oh, yeah. Uh, Super Saiyan, go on. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem significant. But then none of the other girls have a, a hair color change. Which, um, um, oh, Vivi does. Oh, Vivi does. Yeah. But, but I mean, she 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 physically turns into an android, though. So that also can, just means that. they both they both die. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, do we think there's a a more significant meaning other than she is just super happy and bright now? Is she now out of the darkness and she's in the light now? Is that just what it means, or is yeah, there? I think it's just a like a butterfly thing, really. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Of note, there she is the only member of the group with a different with an unnatural hair color, which we saw with uh, Luna one third. Yeah, and then Cherry yeah. being the only one with natural in Odd Eye. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that Cherry's spent so much time in the Eden reality, and the one third. Yeah. The heck! Uh, uh. Sorry, I was yeah. laughing earlier because I feel like this episode we've just decided that everyone's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone right. is. Everyone is dead. They're I all mean, undead. I, I definitely didn't decide this. It's, <laughs> someone, uh, someone's got this agenda. <laughs> so I had taken a shot at the very end in my little screenshots. Uh, it's like it looks like a baptismal font, but I think that it's just a pillar. It's uh, at like 2 minutes and 57 seconds. Yeah, so I was going to ask if you guys had any thought about that, because I haven't got any thought about that. <laughs> it yeah, seems like kinda... it's quite, like, it's a thing, right? That means yeah. something. Yeah. They gave it a, they gave it a full five seconds or something. But, um, so it could just be where the crown was sitting, mm. is what I, is what was my very first thought. Um, but I, I'm not sure what that would mean. Did, like, if she stole the crown or took the crown from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, do we that... do we even do we even see this at any other point in the video? I don't think we do, do we? No, no, no. Uh -huh. It's never it's never referenced before. It just is sort of, and it's at the very end too. So it's sort of, um, I think it's the last shot. Let me see. Yeah, it's no, the, the last the, shot. 
There is another one after it, but that's after the... Oh, yeah, the, the, the little hallway shot. I couldn't... Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to make anything significant out of that. Or... Uh, there's a shadow that goes across the floor. No, there's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there is, there is. I mean, you're... Um, our, our religious reference guy, Brandon. <laughs> what, what, yeah. what do you think this thing is? <laughs> so there's... Yeah, there's uh, cathedral uh, windows. There's this thing that looks like it belongs in a church maybe and it uh, relates to her coronation but I just as what or what that's supposed to mean I don't know yeah I don't know it's probably it, it's definitely something we just don't know what yet I think is yeah. the best interpretation yeah. with that let's move on to uh, the, the crazy shit this is Olivia Hay with Egoist Okay, so let's talk about this song. Uh, what 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 is it? What's the deal here? Um, so it feels like the opposite of Chew in a way. <clears throat> Sorry. So Chew is like changing herself, and then realizes she shouldn't change herself because she's in love with Eve. And Olivia is like the opposite where she had changed herself and then she's learning to love herself afterward. And she's like, actually, fuck that. Fuck you. Because <laughs> hmm. uh, like at one point, because you see, obviously you see Chu wearing the same outfit that Eve does and the same is true of Olivia. And then she <clears throat> gets rid of it. It's like the opposite. Yeah, I don't she know. Burns uh, yeah, yeah. That shot with the light is really cool. <laughs> yeah, this video is just really cool, actually. That's, that's, that's like my main thought. And obviously the most um, obvious thing of like loving yourself, which is the Eden theme. Yeah, from now on I'll love myself instead of you. Right. Yeah, that's a really powerful lyric, and the way she sings it is awesome. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of references to other videos particularly in the dances. In yeah, I, 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 I noticed it a lot in this song, yeah. yeah. There's like direct dances from uh, New, as well as stuff that we, we think is really similar to Sweet Crazy Love. I don't know, it's kind of all over the place. People... Yeah, they're, they're, they're really going out their way with this one to try and draw the connections with the other videos. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced. Uh... No, 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 it's just like... It's that showing you that it's connected. You know, it's 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 not so much like it's a big arrow going, "Hey, the if you've yeah. watched the videos, you'll definitely notice it." Yeah, this is another video that when we have subunit songs, we'll do a full episode on. Yeah, we were all like the most scared to talk about this one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I am. I'm fucking uh, terrified to talk about this one. Yeah, it's like this one is really tough to talk about without getting a little crazy about it uh because yeah i'm going through my list to try to find a place to start that doesn't <laughs> sound crazy and like uh no uh hmm, no <laughs> well um, so we, we can we can start off by saying um 
basically it's it's Olivier rejecting Eve. Yeah. Um, yeah, or like, vice versa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to start off? So one thing about all these videos is they have they have strong initial visual images, at least for me. Do you want to start off with that, with the bed, maybe? Yeah, uh, so I kind of have a thought about that. Uh, so, you know, we see her on the bed, and she has, like, she wakes up from a dream of the claw machine and the, uh... Yeah. Uh, something else I'm forgetting. Being dropped, the hand. Yeah, and she's, you know, she wakes up from that, and she looks up, and there's somebody watching her from below, in the same way that we see Eve looking down in all of New. Uh, right. And one of the big, like, contrary things that you see in this video is that Olivia is always looking up towards something for the majority of the video until she eats her uh, blood plum. Eve's big thing was looking down, and that's why like a lot of this seems like a direct defiance of Eve. It's like kind of like a, a fuck you, I'm as strong as you, I don't need you to get me out of here. Well, yeah, and one of the direct narratives of the, the video is that she just keeps walking upstairs up through this manufacturing plant until she gets to the roof. And it's sort of like, she doesn't need the crane to lift her. Uh, she can do it herself. Huh, that's an interesting thought, yeah. Yeah, that's the, well, like a really good point. I was uh, going to say, I want to go through individual shots and talk about this video. That's how like how much there is to say about it. Yeah, it's kind of I'm... overwhelming. Because we said like Heijin's is a lot to see in that, but you kind of have to know what you're looking for. Whereas in this one, it's like, you know what you're looking for, and you're getting all of this shit thrown at you. It's It's really <laughs> overwhelming. That's why I really think that we should do a like a full episode on this video as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, which we will get to. But uh on the bed thing. This kind of ties <laughs> Back in. to the first shot. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of ties in with what I was saying about um how Eve can see people's true selves. Uh is that oh. later in the later in the the video when we see Olivia looking down after she's eaten her fruit. She looks down and sees the empty bed with the flowers around it. Or not the flowers, the feathers. feathers. Thank you. We see that and it's all red feathers instead of white feathers as they were when she was laying there in the first shot. And then a little later on it shows a shot of Olivia laying in the bed with the red flower or feathers. Red feathers. Uh, and I think that is kind of signifying of uh, that was Eve's sight, that's what she saw of Olivia at the beginning uh, when she's laying down on that bed as if she were a fallen angel or something. Fuck, uh, we have to talk about Jinsel. Give me a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then one of Olivia's teasers uh, the caption, like, I might trick you or something. Yeah, so parts. like there's a lot of like wolf and sheep's clothing stuff here and uh, a lot of like, you know, the shots of picking up the the, the husky toy and it being dropped and then the blood being on the crane itself and things like that. I don't think those are directly related to like Eve realizing that Olivia is a wolf in sheep's clothing and dropping her, you know, as if she were bad. Uh, I kind of more see it. I've had a lot of thoughts about it today. We've talked about this a lot, but what I'm thinking right now, right this second is that Eve looks down in the beginning there, sees her on that bed with all of the red uh, feathers and sees her as a threat is what it is and yeah. then drops her even though she's it's kind of like don't hunt predators because they're not preying on you and they're really important to like the, the ecosystem of like the forest and stuff it's 
kind of the same thing that I see with that is that Eve Eve kind of rejects Olivia, seeing her as a threat, and the video is Olivia discovering for herself after being scorned by Eve in that way that she's not a threat and that she can love herself for who she is and make it out of Eden on her own. Does that make any sense? It does, yeah. Okay. I think there are, there are multiple ways to interpret this, though, as we, we found from discussing it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, I think that does make sense. Yeah, uh, I, I like that one, though, yeah. Uh, so you think that Eve sees her as a threat to herself, to Eve? Yeah, because of like the whole red yeah, feathers, she's a, and she's a, she's a swan. Like, and then she sort of realizes that she, she is powerful, and that's when she sort of <laughs> gets the red eyes. Yeah, the laser eyes. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about that yet. I just want to. I just want to say like, <laughs> Eve sees how powerful she is and goes, "Oh shit!" and drops her, and yeah. then she has to realize how powerful she is on the boat, sort of. That's fair. I, I think I can get behind that. Um, I, I'm not sure about the whole being scared of her thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll cut this whole section out. Uh, I think that like yeah, we can cut some parts out of this. But as far gives, as sorry, it gives Eve too much like malicious intent for my liking. We see all of the Eden subunit together for the first time looking good well kind of seen together yeah, yeah. Uh, with if you're very quick at pausing you can see all four <laughs> of them <laughs> you just gotta use the 0.25 feature that's that's a good point actually <laughs> the only way to watch luna video <laughs> not just smack in the space bar like i usually do <laughs> <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> i try to get lucky so many times and then like fine so down uh so i heard i read uh, a theory that I did not like that this just means that they're all the same person because uh, they're all in the same position, right? It's no. terrible. Okay, I'm sorry, that I, I'm sorry that I said it. <laughs> I'm but. sorry if that person is listening. <laughs> no, no, you're wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> you're very wrong. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, after, after, after we see all the four girls, she just did this really fucking cool high kick spin, which I'm really into. Yep. Dance yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to say, uh, this song I think uh, so far is like my number two or three song of the year. Oh yeah, it's really good. When the very first time I listened to it, I was it was so just all the drops and the weird stuff. Uh, I was very confused by it and a little overwhelmed, but I think that I really like it now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was very drunk when we first watched Yeah, me this. too. And I I also didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, let's uh, All let's right, just say uh, that there's a lot of stuff in this video, a lot of really significant stuff that we're not totally aware of the significance of yet. Oh, like we kind of are, but it would take yeah. like an hour to explain because we've had like extensive conversations about this off air. So <laughs> you know, I feel uh, like maybe some of the things where if we talk about them. We've had all this like hours worth of conversation that builds up to our realization, and then we just kind of put it out there. Everyone's like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you coming from?" There, yeah, yeah. When we when we cover this song more in depth, we'll have like really serious notes about where we're all yeah. coming from with this. Uh, but for now, we should talk about uh, the probably the strangest part about this song. 
which is Jinsoul's rap verse. Mm. Uh, yeah. Just Great. to just to get this out of the way, uh, the like the production on that verse is so fucking weird. Like the weird little eight oh eight, like they're eight oh eights, but um, pitched up higher than eight oh eights usually are, and they've got these weird like sounds. Uh, it reminds yeah. me a lot of. Um, do you remember that song Paradise by Millic? It had like Zico and Pino Mico and Crush and Dean and all of them. It's like I'm still awake. Yeah, the production on that song reminds me a lot of this one. Uh, just that little like 16 bar verse that Jinsel has. It's super weird. It's super cool yeah. though. There's uh, yeah. even like the the whistling as well, right? Yeah, it's oh it's, yeah. Unlike yeah. anything I've ever heard from Mono Tree and potentially anything I've ever heard in pop music, like yeah. as a whole. But uh, so let's talk about Jinsel. Why is she here? What's going on? Is she eating a cherry? <sighs> What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's she's definitely sitting on a can of uh, in front of a neon sign that says "Fallen Angel," and those are the known facts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she does her she does her rap and a dance, and then wait, is this the point also where we see the earbud again? Yes. Uh, it's just before the rap, uh, and then we see a repeat scene of her own. Uh, scene on the train where someone pulls out her earbud, but this time there's clearly someone whispering into the ear. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's actually Jinsel whispering. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that we that was decided, right? Yeah, we did. We did our chin analysis. And <laughs> yeah, sure it's Jinsel. This is like the reverse <laughs> of that situation. So she's maybe whispering back, and depending on the time frame. Yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe she did this first. <laughs> She's yeah. yeah. I mean, have you have you actually like read the lyrics for this rap part as well? Hey, for the sin of swallowing you, you get bigger and bigger, beautiful you. <laughs> you yeah. are me now. I'm you, little yeah. by little, soaked into my veins. Like, like okay, uh, Jinsel. Which remember singing in the rain? I do uh, remember singing in the rain. The the first line in the chorus of singing in the rain being guilty of swallowing the sun in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. For the sin of swallowing you, you get bigger and bigger. Hmm. You and me, now I'm you. Yeah. <laughs> we also see uh, one of the little tins that she's got has the sun in the afternoon written on it. Yeah. What's interesting about that is that it's a tin of pears and it's not oh. a tin of cherries. It says on the thing like 12th Black Street pears. Oh my God. Let me see if I can if find I just it. been wrong this whole time. It's yeah, it's uh she's eating the the cherry, but it's a and they're all cherry like tins pears. around her, but that particular tin is a uh, pear tin. Yeah, is that Ginger's fruit? Oh, what's uh... the... But she eats the cherry. That we she don't. eats the cherry, but apparently everyone can eat the cherry. Because yeah. Well, and that's the thing, is that that kind of leads to what we were saying last episode about how we don't know, we don't really think that cherry's fruit is the cherry, because she's given the cherry by Jinsel, uh, and we don't think that people outside of the Eden universe actually have fruits that correlate to them as a person, mm-hmm. and that it's mostly just coincidence that she ends up eating the cherries in love cherry right. motion and you know being able I mean, to traverse her song way. is called love cherry motion yeah. and her name is cherry <laughs> it's a trick Aww. you Nathan <laughs> <laughs> well, she's thrown you off the trail <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, she's, she's called Cherry, pear. but she really likes pears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, Jinsel likes pears. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think this this is one in particular that the next video that comes out will shed a lot of light on this. Yeah, it's gonna be all pears. <laughs> <sighs> well, yeah. At this point, we're gonna need another Odd Eye Circle video. We're gonna need a Yojin video. We're gonna need another Heejin video. Okay, yeah. so uh, uh, Olivia makes it to the top, her destination, uh, at dawn, it seems like. She does dance up there. Uh, there's some really nice shots. Uh, then we get, it goes back. It shows her at some point along her journey, she goes into this weird red room and emerges with bright red eyes um, okay. at the chorus. And, uh, and then... She just starts burning things. She burns a mattress, she burns her outfit, and she burns, we think, a swan, right? Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the little duckling uh, plush from Eve's video. Yeah, it's just kind of wild for a while. Yeah, she certainly has some uh, odd eyes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. So this might be part of discovering something about herself. Maybe discovering that she's really mad, or just might be... <laughs> yeah, it's just like it kicks off the destructive part of her, right? Where she's yeah. just like, yeah. fuck all this shit, let's just tear it down. In one of her teasers, uh, one of the teaser images, the quote underneath it was, You who were sent by God, destroy all things without hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess that's what she's doing. <laughs> so that maybe she's discovering that that was her, you know, what's inside. That's is, yeah. Her true self is uh, her true self is the destroyer. Yeah. A lot of her thing is uh, sort of it. The on the surface, getting over a breakup. I loved you, but I'm myself. Maybe yeah. being pissed. So maybe it's being pissed off, you know, about shitty things that your ex did, and weren't ready to be pissed off about them. Maybe. Yeah. No, I get so that. Maybe it, so maybe it yeah, is I mean, herself it's, 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 in a it's positive like, it's like, way. It's like both, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It could also be like a a way of showing that even though Eve thinks she can change her destiny, she actually can't because in the end she created the end of the loop, which is Olivia, by being the opposite to Heejin. With that, we can sort of wrap up to Heejin. Yeah, so at right. the end of the video, uh, we see our friend. Olivia. And our other friend. <laughs> Well, maybe he did. Two years ago, yeah. all the way back. <laughs> Girl number one. It's like the loop has been completed. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. That was a big moment for me. No, oh, totally. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I hope I didn't sound like. I, I, I just meant it sound sarcastic, but it genuinely wow. is a really big moment. Um, <laughs> if, if that was your actual reaction to this video, get off this podcast. <laughs> Stop listening. <laughs> Fuck off. So, yeah, it does seem like some sort of confrontation but it's not clear exactly what the relationship is mm, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if it's a confrontation I, I think it's like oh shit what the fuck who are you oh really I don't yeah. know what, what do you think Cameron my issue with talking about this video is that at this point in time we have no logical reasoning or uh, answer yeah. as to why she would be in Eden why she would ever be involved with those other three girls uh, and so I think or that, if this even is Eden. Yeah, and I think that Heejin plays a major part in that, and I think that we're going to find out later how Heejin brings 
Olivia to Eve's Eden group. But for the time being, we don't know. Uh, I think that the lighting is really, really something in that shot uh, and in the whole video with like the red lighting and the blue lighting kind of fighting it for each other. But as far as the Hegen specific part goes, man, I don't know. We're going to, we'll find out someday. <laughs> Next month? Hopefully. But uh, I wouldn't bet on it. I just want a video just to wall text. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's it's going like, on? It's, like... <laughs> it's just scrolling and everyone's... It like, like, why are you Wars watching movie. this? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think that we spent enough time on Olivia. We spent like a half an hour basically yeah. just repeating ourselves saying... Oh, fuck, uh, yeah, who knows? Sorry. sorry, we don't know yet. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I think I, we covered what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a cool video. Yeah. Watch that video, Stan Luna. Yeah. Enjoy Watch that fucking kick. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, today's episode, we have been uh, channeling Olivia a little bit, uh, and that we've been a little verbose to our potential listeners. <laughs> Uh, multiple times we've told people to fuck off and uh, so I'd like to apologize for that <laughs> don't fuck off <laughs> please I'm sticking in my guns here <laughs> yeah uh, the, the good news is that I think that we have now officially finished our overviews of the groups oh right yeah Oh, I don't, know, I don't know if we ever said this isn't what the actual podcast is going to be like. Yeah. This is our like intro episodes. So yeah. Look for, uh, get to have to have like three and a half hours of uh, studying before we can actually get <laughs> oh into the content. That's a uh, reminds me of, there was a Facebook comment. Um, I don't want to name the person, but you guys know her. Uh, that was like, uh, like, oh yeah, even this podcast is like difficult to follow for me and I'm a level two Luna. Uh, I, I really like to think about that because uh, from here on out, I feel like our episodes are going to kind of get level five Luna. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like more interesting, at least. Honestly, I think like, it'll be less alienating to an extent because we've got to try to get a lot of information out there in these early yeah. ones. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we're talking specifically about a specific subject, we can just we can explain it in more detail and or just like it's a lot easier to come across if you talk about one specific thing than like oh yeah this shot references this video you know like yeah that's a good point. Right, yeah you don't have to have your encyclopedia on hand like we've always thought we needed to get through these episodes and i think the, the, we've did it a right job <laughs> i'm um, sorry I, i'm really tired the, yeah, the yeah. other side of that is everyone just loves conspiracy theories so once it's more like a journey <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like if we're explaining everything it's more like just come along it's okay just hear this uh, wild theory rather than uh, figure it out on your own type thing go look at all these shots come back okay go look at them again come back <laughs> like uh, someone was saying like they were trying to follow they, they weren't bothering to follow along with videos and I was like you know what that's understandable yeah. <laughs> because watching every video and then back and things that we're talking about you just have to believe us I, I guess I cannot relate at all are you going to tell them to fuck off? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to fucking to... twice, you fella. <laughs> we just have to come on every time <laughs> and say, please no, fuck off. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like Nathan saying, uh, Go listen to twice, you fucker, because uh, I think he's the biggest twice fan I know. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap this. Yeah, uh, do you guys have anything yeah. you want to say about Eden or about Luna? That I'm I'm really glad. I, I I guess I just want to say that I'm really glad we got through this, and I'm really really excited to get on to the cool shit. Yeah, um, me like, too. Like, this has been relatively cool shit, but we're going to get on to the really cool shit now. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Oh, also, um, be excited to get the inside scoop on what happened in Cinema Theory, which That's I'm right. sure you haven't already Googled, but <laughs> <laughs> you hear it. I'm going to tell you. From someone who was there, potentially. Straight yeah. out of horse's mouth. Uh, thanks for making it this far with us. Um, hopefully we haven't scared you off. And all we want to do really is share our joy for the Luna videos. And this is the best way we thought to do it. And I hope you agreed it was an enjoyable experience. Uh, I've been Nathan. I've been Cameron. I've been Brandon. Join us next time for an as yet undetermined subject. And we'll be discussing stuff way more in depth to hopefully a more interesting degree. And please join us. And don't forget to stand Luna.